Welcome to Scanner School. This is session number 138. We teach you everything to know about the scanner radio hobby. All notes from today's podcast can be found on our website at scannerschool.com slash session 138. Before we start this week's podcast, I'd like to take a moment to thank our Patreon supporters. Patreon is a month-to-month sponsorship platform. We have three different support tiers, each with different benefits. But the most valuable tier is our $5 a month tier. This equates to sponsoring the podcast for about a dollar per episode. Now, not only do our $5 Patreon supporters receive the podcast early, but they also receive a commercial-free version of the podcast delivered directly to their podcast player. Some may say that the included squelchy sticker pack that is mailed to your home is the best benefit of the $5 level, but I think it's the community or the club that is growing at this level. You see, we meet once a month on Zoom, and we have a roundtable discussion about scanning, ask questions, offer advice. Some of the members are answering other people's questions, and we just talk with our fellow scanner school classmates. This is an exclusive group for our $5 Patreon members. Now, again, if all this wasn't enough at that level, you'll also receive discounts to upcoming Scanner School courses and offerings. Now, you can help support Scanner School by going to www.scannerschool.com slash Patreon or www.scannerschool.com slash support. Now, I'd like to thank all of our Patreon supporters at all levels, and they are Craig Harper, Dan, Ed Walsh, Eddie Kay, Edward Dufour, Glenn Blum, Glenn Bryden, Guy Lee, James Felling, Jeff Block, Jenny Taylor, John Goldenberg, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, Mark Thompson, Mark Beebe, Paul Teal, Raymond Hill, Richard Armstrong, Ronnie Bach, Sal Marandola, Scott Vorder, Signals Everywhere, Tim Mazza, Todd Glendie, and William Arcand. Now let's start the podcast. Welcome to The Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. Welcome to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. My amateur radio call sign is W2LIE. If this is your first week joining us for class, or if you're a weekly listener, welcome to this week's podcast. The Scanner School podcast releases every Tuesday to teach you everything to know about the scanner radio hobby. Now, before we begin, I want to thank everyone who stopped in last week to join me on our monthly Ask Scanner School session, which you do on the first Tuesday of every month on YouTube and Facebook, and especially those who are supporting us on Patreon and join us on our monthly Zoom roundtable discussion. Now, please remember to make sure you're subscribed to the podcast by hitting the subscribe button on your podcast player of choice or by signing up for our newsletter on the front page of the website at scannerschool.com. And again, if you sign up for the weekly newsletter, you will not only get reminders of our weekly podcast and what the themes are, but also reminders for our monthly Ask Scanner School session. And again, if you enjoy the podcast, please be sure to share the podcast with your friends, those in your scanner radio circle, and of course, your favorite online forums, websites, and groups. Today, we have not one, but two guests on the podcast. This is our first multi-person conversation on the podcast. And let me tell you, this was a great way to break the ice on the multi-party conversation. It, this was a great one. We are joined by Jonathan Higgins and Rich Carlson, who are the hosts of The Scanner Guys, a weekly YouTube show. You may also know Jonathan and Rich from Scanner Master. But not only that, but Jonathan was also a guest on our podcast way back, almost about two years ago, on session 31. Again, you can listen to that one at scannerschool.com slash session 31. 
Rich, Jonathan, and I had a great conversation, and I'm happy to be able to share it with you. So let me introduce to you the Scanner Guys. All right. So welcome, Jonathan and Rich, to the uh, podcast. I want to thank the two of you for being here. Actually, you guys are my first dual interview, so this is this is interesting. This is something a little bit different. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, Thanks for having us. Thank you so much. Yeah. No, and Jonathan, this is your second time here, so um, I want to say thanks again for returning and uh, and scheduling this one up. So, the last time you were on, it was just about two years ago from when we were recording this, so it'll be about the two-year mark when this goes to air. And uh, when you were on last time, we had talked about Scanner Master and what you were doing there and how Scanner Master operates and, and all the good things that uh, happen over there. And uh, today, we're going to talk about something that you guys have spun off basically from there and it's called the scanner guys so what i'll do is i guess i'll be net control in this scenario and i'll ask rich the question who are the scanner guys well we're uh, just two guys who love scanners uh we jonathan and i met through uh, scanner master of course and we just love scanners we help develop products we spent a lot of time talking to each other on the phone while we were working and we just kind of uh, branched it out jonathan kind of set up the scanner guys and we just branched it out to that excellent and then uh, john did anything to add to that well, we started doing Facebook Live, Rich and I, when we were going out to the Dayton Hamvention. What was that, 2018, Rich? Uh, yeah. And we were doing live broadcasts uh, from the vehicle as we were doing our road trip to Dayton. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was a lot of fun. We did some live broadcasts right from our hotel. You know, we worked the booth all day. And then the other thing we had, which uh, really got a lot of attention, is we had the SDS-100. Uh, which wasn't released as of yet. Yep. And we were able to share that at the Dayton Hamvention and we were able to show it off uh, during our Facebook lives. You know, we got permission from Uniden to be able to show it off and we did. And uh, I can't tell you how many people t do you think touched our radios at the, at the Hamvention? Oh, at least five or 600, probably more than that. <laughs> Thank God, you know, those were just the sample radios and we ended yeah. up getting our, our official radios later on. Yeah. And I, we were we were so worried that they were going to walk away and disappear. So basically, we we almost had to tether them because everybody wanted to pass around. And so that's basically all I did for three days was watch our radios to make sure they didn't walk away. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, I, I I love being able to being able to showcase a brand new radio and I don't want the sample radio to go away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we had the only ones that were available for public inspection in the world at the time. Uh, they were still in the beta program at the time. And we got permission from Uniden, like Jonathan said, to do this. And we had the only ones that people could see. And they were seeing them on our videos. And then they were seeing them in, live and in person at Dayton. And it was it was fantastic. And it brought us a lot of attention. And we had a whole lot of fun doing it. Yeah, yeah, I remember so, tuning into you guys and watching on, on the Facebook Live too. So I was I was one of your one of your watchers. So it was <laughs> it was really cool to see you guys doing your thing, like mobile in in the rooms, like you were saying. And then mm -hmm. it was still when Facebook Live was like just taking off and not not too many people were doing it. So it had yeah. that feel to it, you know. It had that really uh, intimate feel, like like somebody was a part of the car ride with you guys. So that was yeah, really cool. that was. 
that was a lot of fun. So Jonathan was driving and I'm holding up the cell phone or the iPad while we're driving, while he's driving, trying to keep him in the, in the picture without him having to take his eyes off the road. I didn't want to crash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we rented one of those uh, Chevy Suburbans because we were bringing all the merchandise with us. And we've told the story of what happened that day. Yeah, I think in the yeah, I think I'm the when you were here last time we talked about that delay. Re- refresh the memory. Yeah. What what happened uh, when you guys tried to leave? It was it was a long way to get out of Massachusetts, wasn't it? Yeah. So Jonathan's waiting for me in the cell phone lot, and I'm on the airplane flying in from Phoenix. It's pouring down rain. I mean, I could see the rain, and we had to circle around a few times, and we were late already. And there was a hole in the clouds, and we're kind of making our final approach into Boston. And if you've ever been there, I'm looking at Cape Cod on the right and think, wow, or on the left. That's like, wow, this is cool. I'm looking at Cape Cod, and we're going down. I can see the airport lights, and we're just getting ready to touch down. And all of a sudden, it's the throttles to the floorboard, and vroom, off we go. <laughs> and I was like, well, we're not going to Boston today. <laughs> So we uh, got up, and now I'm now trying to get a hold of Jonathan on the phone. And of course, the phones don't work really well on an airplane. So we're tending, sending texts, and I have no idea if he's getting them. And they finally tell us, you know, we're going to Albany. And I don't know where Albany is compared to Boston. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. Yeah. So when we get to Albany, we kind of, Jonathan and I finally get on the phone. I don't know if I was still on the plane not or not. Well, I think while well, you were up in the air, when you were going back up, you did call me over the phone mm-hmm. and you told me the plane's been redirected. You're going to meet me in Albany. And then knowing Rich, I'm thinking, you're joking. <laughs> I literally drove through rush hour traffic through into Boston on the Mass Pike from Holliston, Mass, up into Boston. And then I figured, oh, we're going to have company. You know, you know, I'm going to have company You know, getting out of the city. We can do a Facebook Live or we're stuck in Boston traffic. And then he gives me this call and I'm like, oh, crap. I got to drive the Mass Pike clear across the whole entire state to go get yeah. him. I'm glad I missed that part of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> so we land in Albany and now I'm thinking, OK, how are we going to do this? And I'm looking at the map and I finally get a hold job and again on the phone and we coordinate. She's, yeah, you know what? Albany's kind of. At least it's in the right direction. So afterwards, we realized that if we had to get diverted, Albany was the perfect place to get diverted to. Mm -hmm. And so I asked the stewarders, I'm sorry, the flight attendant, if I could get off the plane. And they said, did you have checked baggage? I said, no, it's just this. And then she said, sure, if you want to, just give me your name so she can put it on the list. Figure that way, if the plane crashes, they know that that's one less body they have to look for. And so I... (laughs) Find a McDonald's. I have some dinner. I wait around for what about an hour and a half or so, and uh, Jonathan pulls up, and we get in the car, and off we go. Yeah, nice. and we drove. Uh, we drove until like uh, what midnight or close or, to it. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and you know we had this whole trip planned, and you know uh, Rich Barnett, the owner of Scanner Master, knew the second that we had a green light to do this, we were gonna. We were going to make a couple of stops along our road trip, and we ended up uh, stopping at the Horseshoe Curve because not only Rich and I are scanner enthusiasts and and scanner experts, we're also rail fans. So 
we said, you know, we're going to make this uh, one heck of a trip. And then we ended up uh, making our way into Altoona, Pennsylvania, to the Horseshoe Curve. And uh, we spent about maybe an hour, hour and a half there. And then we had pizza over and was it Crescent? Crescent. Yep. Yep. And then we made our way to Dayton. Oh, great pizza. If you ever get out there, go to Vito's Pizza in Crescent. Oh, God, that's good. (laughs) Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Put on the list then, for sure. Yeah, and we were a lot of back roads because being in the in the kind of the mountainy area there, the roads don't go straight from here to there. You got to get a zigzag your way, and we're on some of these two lane back roads out in the middle of nowhere in New York and in Pennsylvania, and and it was a while before we got back on the highway. Good country though. I mean, it's it's real oh, nice yeah. when you go through those the back areas of New York and, and Pennsylvania. But uh, yeah, it was pretty, it's, but it's, uh, it was it's not like where know, I'm from. Yeah, now where I'm from, you know, you can see the road in front of you for 100 miles because there's nothing there. You know, you get out there and there's mountains and trees and valleys and rivers and dinky right. little towns of 14 people. Right, right. Yeah, we used to joke around because I went to school up that up in the North Country, and it was, does your town even have a stop sign? It's like, yeah, but we have a blinking traffic light. We're better than you. You know, it's... it's <laughs> Yeah. You know, yeah. And then down here on Long Island, nobody can believe that there's so many people, you know, there was that many people in such a small area. So it's New York is is an interesting state depending where you are in here. So, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, where you're, you're from, they they figure out where you are by, by your exit number, you know. So, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. So, but it's the same way in Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Except Jersey, it's all the. It, it, no, I'm not going to get into the Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave that for another discussion. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so so we, you got guys, a lot of, we got a lot of customers in Jersey and, uh, and yeah. uh, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, they got an interesting system that keeps you guys busy. That's for sure. With, with their, oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. With their and, you know, every town's there. got their own police department and their own oh, police. Yeah. So oh, we, yeah. get a lot of, we get a lot of people who want to get the programming and stuff from in Jersey. So they've been very, very good to us. But on that trip, yep. you know, we finally made it into Dayton on schedule. We just didn't have quite as much time at the curve as we had kind of hoped. But uh, other than that, we got there in time. Man, it was yeah, a bucket list. At least you got to show up and, and spend some time there. So that's good. Yeah. So you guys, you guys started off basically as as a road trip show, running on Facebook Live. Mm-hmm. So now you guys do a weekly show. Basically, it's it's a it's a what what kind of program is the Scanner guys? Well, it certainly has evolved. In the process of me relocating to North Carolina, some of our first shows, I was broadcasting live from my camper. So that was quite interesting. It was very simple production. Basically, I would start the Skype call, uh, not the Skype, but the Facebook Live, and then I would join Rich in, and then it would be just a split screen. There was no slideshow. There was no nothing to the way it is right now and See, i'm gonna you cut know, you off here too because when you say you were in a camper in the middle of north carolina like all i could picture is you behind a computer screen with the tin foil cap on with a satellite dish out the window <laughs> beaming a signal <laughs> from the middle of the backwoods but that's pretty <laughs> close to what it was. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it was i mean I had my, it basically was done on my iPhone. Everything was done through the iPhone. You know, Rich and I would would do the broadcast. I remember one episode, we did something on uh, connectors. So Rich and I broke out the connectors and we were showing them on on the uh, Facebook Live. And then when I finally 
was able to purchase a house down here. I'm like, all right, we're, we're scaling this up. So we ended up doing a weekly slideshow presentation along with a second half of the show where we answer the audience's questions. So that was always something that we, we tend to do even when we were doing the road trip. You know, we made sure we interacted with the audience. We broke that fourth wall. You know, we made sure we interacted with our audience members, you know, made them feel a part of the broadcast. And and we do that each and every week. You know, we'll pick a topic of discussion. Rich and I will work on the slideshow together. And then we go live and we we joke around. We we have a good time. We we're very laid back with it. We'll cover the topic. We hope to educate our audience about the hobby that we all love and some of the hobbies that are intertwined with the scanning hobby. And we just kept growing the uh, kept growing the show over over yeah. the entire year. I mean, we started broadcasting. What was it, March, Rich, last uh, year? Yeah, something like that. When we started doing the regular weekly broadcast, because before that it was just kind of at random. And hey, you you want to go live tonight? Yeah, sure, let's go live. And we'd do a 15, 20 minute show, and we had four or five people watching it, and we thought that was great. <laughs> then we started doing the regular show, and that was one of the things that Jonathan was pushing quite a bit was we got to get a regular time and make it an appointment. You know, people are going to make an appointment to view this, and they do. And we get a, we have a lot of loyal viewers that watch every single show, and they check in, and we'll get people who will email us and say, oh, I'm so sorry, I won't be able to make the show tonight. Because they're they're feeling so bad because they you know they had to go to a wedding or a funeral and they couldn't make the show, so and now that it's on a regular time you know same bat time same bat channel it's uh we get a lot of regulars and we're trying to grow the audience to get more and more people to watch it and we're watching the show numbers and they're staying consistent they're staying with the show the whole time yeah, yeah and a that's lot of people- that's difficult to do too so mm-hmm. that's congratulations on that. And a lot of people, if they miss it live, they'll watch the rebroadcast. Uh, I can't tell you how many people, you know, when I'm working the phones at Scanner Master, you know, like uh, I'll have a conversation with the customer and then they say, oh, by the way, you know, I saw your last show about such and such. I really enjoyed it. And it just it's really cool, you know, to be able to that some of the customers calling, you know, and the same thing happens to Rich all the time. You know? Oh, yeah. You're talking to customers over the phone. I think you told me you were at one of uh, one of the local ham fests mm-hmm. out by you and somebody, uh, yeah. somebody yeah. stopped you. I've been at two different ham fests out here in Phoenix, and both, at, at two of them, I had people come up to me and say, hey, I know you. You're the guy. You're one of those scanner guys. And they saw our show and they recognized me. And it's like, wow, this is pretty cool. Yeah. And next thing you know, yep. we'll be signing autographs. Yeah. <laughs> you prepare for that Sharpie marker. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, sign, it's, it's, sign some moobs. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I actually, well, a funny story has absolutely no relationship to what we're doing here. A buddy of mine and I were on a train watching trip through Western Canada, and we're coming back across the border from Winnipeg into the United States. And there's this U.S. border guard at this place up in North Dakota someplace in the middle of nowhere. And he's the only guy in the booth there. And he looks at me and like, wait a minute, I know you. And he's looking at me, he's trying to think where he knows me from. He said, wait a minute, I know who you are. You're a police officer. And I said, yeah, I saw you on TV seven years ago at Whoa. a scene. <laughs> this guy saw me at a, at a scene seven years ago on TV. <laughs> I was on the screen for 
five seconds and he recognized. <laughs> there are some people out there with that kind of memory that uh, yeah. they, they see it once and they can recognize it. So, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we do get that calling all the time at the Scanning Master line. They call us mm-hmm. all the time and say, hey, I watched the show last night, and uh, I want to get this thing that we talked about, or you know, I got a question about what you talked about last night and uh, you know how it relates. And you know, most of the time, they end up buying stuff, which is great yep. for us, and it's great for Scanning Master. Yep, and, and that's a, it's a thing. great way. It definitely is a great way to reach out to you. Well, Jonathan, go ahead. Mm-hmm. The other thing, too, we've done some new products, and I handle all the social media and, and, and the marketing for Scanner Master, and I, I, I've deliberately not promoted it on social media, and then the first time they hear about the product, you know, we promote it on our show live, and there's been a couple of times that we promoted a, you know, a product or two on there. We made it, we made it go out of stock. Yeah. Uh, Before then, even uh, hits the website, right? <laughs> sure. That multi-scanner power adapter uh-huh. that we came up with, what, four, five, six months ago, something like that, Jonathan? Yep. We talked about it. We had a shipment of them in there. We had the new product. We put it on the webpage. We didn't say anything about it until the next Wednesday. We talked about it on the show. We sold out the entire stock the next day. <laughs> it's funny because somebody actually brought that to my attention too. They're like, hey, have you seen this thing yet? I'm like, mm-hmm. I got actually, I had a, with the uh, CCTV stuff that uh, that's uh, that they package those in with a lot of those uh, cheap, you know, the, the the package deals, right? The DVR with the cameras and, and you know the four cameras, and you get the little squids with them as well. But you know, the first time I ever saw one in a scanner radio application though, was when you guys introduced it into the market. Yeah. So um, you know, it's it's amazing that it's um, when the need is there, right? I mean, and you guys have a way now yeah. of of not only teaching the audience and, and, and educating, but you have a way of actually getting feedback and taking what somebody else is looking for, what they're, what they, if they have a question that's specific to something that you can address, it gives you the opportunity then to make a solution for it, which then again reinforces with, with your, your watchers that, Hey, you know, they, they, they listened to what it was I had to say and, and, and they took action on it. And and these guys, you know, they care about us. Oh, so that's exactly it. We had people ask yeah. me, how do I, you know, I got all these wall warts here and, and the solution before that was, okay, get a 12 volt power supply and wire yep. up all these uh, for power dampers. And then we, and then this thing came along and it was just a, you know, it was just, like I say, it was kind of a niche idea, but it was right. practical and it worked. I like running those rig runners. That's been my uh, solution to mm-hmm. that. Was you just run the rig oh, yeah. runner right to the power supply and then you just tap off for that. It makes it nice and easy, but yeah. Then uh, well, I, I, use that the power poles. Yeah, I use that in my power cabinet in my uh, yes, radio cabinet yes. behind me. So. And, and we'll have to talk about that one day as well because that's that's a monster, which is really sure. cool. That's a whole topic <laughs> all by itself. So, yeah. so you guys have you have a weekly radio show, a re- weekly video. It's a video format, but again, too, nothing's to stop somebody from hitting play and then going and doing it and listen to what they have to say what, when they walk around the house and like that. Which is, I'm sure, helping your your numbers out as well because even listening to it, like somebody would listen to a TV show. It, and they can they can rewind it and play back something they missed, or mm-hmm. you know they can they can save it for later, but. You guys are on, you said once a week. So let's start where somebody can actually tune in and watch you. What what day, what time, and what platform are you guys on? Uh, we are on YouTube, and we're on the uh, Scanner Guys YouTube page. So they can okay. search us out on YouTube. We're on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific. And we are live each and every week. And we usually uh, post on Radio Reference. They go to their homepage on Radio Reference uh, 
was it Monday, Rich? Uh, yeah, I usually post that Monday morning and uh, with the topic. So we try to pick the topic before we start. The, we, try, we try to pick the next week's topic before the show or sometimes during the show. Yeah, and, we've done that. Yeah, that's the hardest part too, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Picking the topic. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of times that Try, comes it gets harder. From the cultures. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. You listen to the audience, you find out what they want. But as you start going through, trust me, it, it starts to get a little bit more difficult. <laughs> yeah, and we've repeated some topics here and there, but yeah. that's because we get the demand for it. But so right. yeah, so sometime Monday morning, I'll post a uh, message with the Scanner Master account to the radio reference forums. And Jonathan puts it out on uh, on all the social media places. And then that Monday and Tuesday, we both work on the slideshow. We have a way that we can share it back and forth. And so one of us will work the majority of the text. The other guy will make it pretty and we'll just go back and forth. And sometimes we'll massage the uh, slideshow right up until about a minute before we go live. We corroborate, cooperate. Cooperate, cooperate, yeah, corroborate. Collaborate, right? Yeah, yeah, collaborate. There you go. Yeah. So yesterday I couldn't pronounce an announcer. Now I is one. Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, we'll get that. We'll cooperate with that and uh, get that uh, worked out. And then you know, like I said, Jonathan usually calls me what about forty-five minutes, half an hour before the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we uh, discuss what we're going to talk about and. he does all the technical stuff on his end to make it all work, and uh, we go live, and most of the time it works. Yeah, nice. I mean, uh, that's the great thing about it is we're live, so anything could happen, you know. I mean, it's it's interesting, you know, being live, and then being live for two hours. I mean, both Rich and I work all day on Wednesday, mm-hmm. and then we and then we have dinner. Mm-hmm. And then we're live, and then typically it's two hours we're live. You know, the first hour we're covering the topic. Second hour, we're answering questions. Sometimes we get into stories. Rich is the king of stories. You know, he's got so many things he's done. And I just love listening to, you know, Rich uh, tell some of the things that have happened when he was a police officer or things that have happened in general in his life. And it's just awesome just to be able to share that with the audience and kind of sometimes break away from the scanner topic at times. Yeah. yeah. And we've, we've had shows where we've not really done a lot with the scanner itself where the scanner is kind of secondary to the topic, our food show. A couple oh ago. yeah, that was, <laughs> that was really good. We had a lot of fun with that. We broke out because we're both from different regions, regions of the country, me from new England and, and rich from uh, Illinois and now Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona area. We have our favorite restaurant. So we were talking yeah. about that and we, and we, we put in some scanner related stuff, you know, like some shack photos and mm-hmm. and uh, stupid scanner tricks. We love those. You know, yeah. uh, people submit those to us and we and we're able to show it off in the platform because we're able to show photos. You know, we request for people to send us photos of their shack or photos of their stupid scanner tricks. And then we can put it in the slideshow and then they get their 15 seconds of fame live right on our show. Yeah. And we have a lot of fun with it. We just we just don't take ourselves too seriously. And, uh, you know, the people don't want the people that this is basically entertainment and education mm-hmm. in that order. So, you know, we entertain them because and that keeps them watching. We educate them and maybe they'll learn something. And hopefully uh, if all everything works out well, the next time they're going to buy a scanner, they'll think about us. Yep, exactly. Because you, you've got that relationship building going on the entire time. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, you said you were only on 
YouTube at this time? You're not on Facebook anymore? Yeah, there was okay. uh, since the COVID-19 stuff, you know, Facebook was getting a, quite a workout, I think. And okay. we were having some connection issues. So we ended up looking at YouTube and YouTube's been great. I mean, mm -hmm. because they're totally a video platform. Every social media platform is now getting into video. You got video on YouTube. You have video. Well, they're they're the original video social media. And then you have Facebook and then Facebook Live. And then you have Instagram and you right. have Instagram Live. So YouTube was the original social media for videos. So we thought, why don't we do our videos on YouTube. We also had a lot of audience feedback that a lot of people don't like Facebook or they're not on Facebook. So yeah. right. we ended up going to YouTube. And the other thing, too, is Rich and I joke about it every week now that we're live on YouTube, that they can uh, download the app on their Roku and watch us on the big screen. So yeah. you know, <laughs> makes some sort of joke about that yeah. after I say And when it. they're watching us, I'm a big guy. They need a big screen to see me. So... Um, <laughs> But, yeah, YouTube has been a much more stable platform for us. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's true or not, but they, YouTube has got the perception of being less privacy, having less privacy issues. Uh, Facebook right. has got a very uh, – I don't know if it's deserved it or not, but they've got a lot of privacy issues. And uh, YouTube has not had that type of a problem. But just the fact that it's been so stable – for us. Mm -hmm. Since we've been on YouTube, we haven't had one connection issue or one, not even a bad packet. Well, I think wow. I so you're lucky on, on that, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I won that one. Because what yeah. I do is, because I do a weekly Q&A on Facebook and YouTube, something I've been doing for a while. I mean, not weekly, a monthly. And yeah. I started on Facebook, and of course, I made a mistake. I said, oh, I'll do it in my Facebook group for Scanner School, and not thinking that nobody else could watch it because you had to be part of the group. Then I wised up and said, okay, make it part of the Facebook page and mm -hmm. then the same problem you guys are having what people say well i don't like facebook but i'm like yeah but it's on the facebook page which means you don't need a facebook account you can just watch it an anonymously and uh zuckerberg won't know who you are but that still wasn't good enough for a lot of people and i get it right everybody's got their own online sure. internal security measures they want to keep and so what i started doing now is i broadcast to both facebook and youtube i use an application called uh, restream and I connect my OBS to Restream, and then Restream then rebroadcast it out to Facebook and YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I notice that there is a it, it's a lot faster watching it. The, the latency is less on YouTube. And mm -hmm. then the one benefit though with Facebook is you can share that video feed with your other Facebook pages. So you can have the scanner guys on Facebook and then copy that feed over to the scanner master page. Yeah. So, and then somebody else can take it and then share that in, in their favorite pages. So it kind of, I find out I get more organic viewers mm -hmm. on Facebook. But again, once the video is over on Facebook, that's the problem. It's over and it loses its position on somebody's feed. Whereas right. if they know you're on YouTube, which is the prime, like you said, it's a prime platform, I can come back a day later and I can, like you said, I can go to the scanner guys on YouTube. And if Wednesday night is inconvenient for me, I can look at it Thursday morning. Right. And I can, yeah. I can listen to the show or watch the show just as if it was a live thing. But obviously, I know it's recorded, but it's a whole lot easier and simpler to play back and be a part of the show that way. Plus, the analytics on YouTube are so much better than they are on, uh, on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And the other thing we've noticed is that the – which is really huge for us because of the amount of interaction we have is the live chat 
is mm-hmm. much, much better on YouTube than Facebook. First off, Facebook, you're only allowed up to 100 comments, I think it is, and then the old ones start disappearing, and you can't go back and retrieve them. So we were spending half the show copying and pasting all the comments Oof. from the individual pages, because if we're on the Scanner Master and the Scanner Guys pages, we had to do it from both sites because the comments weren't intertwined and try to copy and paste them into a Word document and then go through them. And it was just a logistical nightmare. Yeah, you need a third so, person just to do that. Yeah. yeah. You need a producer. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Rich yeah. was doing that portion of it because, you know, I'm running the. I'm running the slideshow. I'm running the switching in between the cameras and, you know, doing the split screen and all that. And, and Rich, you know, was copy and pasting. And yeah. thank God, you know, we both have multiple screens, you know, cause mm-hmm. we're trying to monitor. I'm monitoring, you know, our software for streaming. I'm monitoring the comments and then I'm looking yeah. at the slideshow. You know, just, oh, yeah. And then half you know, the comments where Facebook is frozen again and yeah. <laughs> oh, we can't just, hear you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Cause the audio was messed up. And now with YouTube, the audio sounds great. Oh, yeah. So, everything. Even the video looks better. Yeah. So, like, just going straight on, on YouTube has been a really ble- a real blessing for us. The comments stay there. So, and then when you play mm-hmm. it back, the comments display in real time. Yeah. Compared to the video. And I mean, the, just the, the platform is just so much better for what we're doing. Right. And like you say, too, you can play on the Roku. And I mean, I'm, I'm a fan of streaming. I have Apple TV. So, you know, I'm a fan of watching YouTube on, on Apple TV. So I do a lot of that kind of streaming stuff on a big screen. So it is an easier platform to be on because, again, you how do I play a Facebook live session on my TV? I can't do it. Yeah. You know, so so yeah. YouTube is really the perfect platform for that. So I think you guys made a great move and going over there and, and doing that. So a lot of benefits going over that way. Did you know there are ways to help support the Scanner School podcast that doesn't take any time or any extra money on your part? If you go to scannerschool.com slash support, you will find we have several ways that you can continue to do your online shopping and help support us. We have links to Amazon. If you click on our link before you go to Amazon, anything you buy from there will help support Scanner School. Now, if you're in a market for a brand new scanner, an antenna, other accessories, we have links to Scanner Master, where you can not only purchase a scanner and accessories, but you can also get your radio programmed. And by clicking on our link before you buy, you are helping to support the podcast. Now, if you're in a market for software, we have links to Butel. And if you want something new to you, we also have links to eBay. Again, just go to scannerschool.com support before you make your purchases, and you are helping to support Scanner School at no additional cost to you. This session of Scanner School is sponsored by East Coast Pagers. Now, East Coast Pagers is one of my online companies, and we are a Unication, Apollo, and Swiss phone dealer serving the North American market. Now, if you're looking for a personal use pager or one for your department, we can get you a quote at the very best prices. So why does a company like East Coast Pagers support Scanner School? I think that every Scanner Reader user should at least 
put one pager in their collection of radios. The reason why is very simple. It frees up your scanner to just do scanning, and then you have one radio that's dedicated to your local fire activity. Now, with a pager, you can have voice storage. You can do tone outs. You can keep it silent. You can go back the next day and listen to what you've missed overnight. It's more than you can do with an out-of-the-box scanner. And with today's pagers having multiple frequencies and even having multiple channels in a scan list, like the Unication G1 can do eight channels in a scan list. It has 64 memory channels, and out of the box, it comes with 11 minutes of stored voice and a desktop charger. The G2s to G5s, they do P25 phase one and phase two in simulcast environments with stored voice, paging on conventional NP25. Oh, and they're upgradable too to DMR type one and type two. They are more rugged than today's consumer-based scanners. And with a pager like a Swiss phone S-Quad, you won't even realize you're wearing one. It'll help keep you informed as to what's going on in your neighborhood. So again, eastcoastpagers.com or contact me directly, Phil at eastcoastpagers.com. Do you have a new scanner? You're having problems understanding how it works? Maybe you're new to the entire Home Patrol database of programming and you can't figure out Sentinel. Did you get a new SDR and you're trying to figure out how to install it or you want to learn how to use Unitrunker, DSD+, maybe set up a Pioware, or even just make some changes and you don't understand how this system and the equipment works? The podcast might be great for you, but Maybe you need a little bit more of one-on-one help with setting something up. I'm available to do just that with you with our private tutoring sessions. You can book me online by going to scannerschool.com slash consulting for a one-hour session. And it's great because we can actually share computer screens remotely, and I can guide you through step-by-step as if I was sitting right next to you. So again, book me for an hour at scannerschool.com slash consulting for your scanner radio one-on-one tutoring session. National Communications Magazine is your personal library of scanner, CB, GMRS, FRS, MURS, and two-way radio articles written by the best minds in the business over the past three decades. Your NatCom personal online access account allows you to download the newest issues of America's Hobby Radio Magazine, as well as back issues too. So visit natcommag.com to download your free sample issues and sign up today. That's natcommag.com for National Communications Magazine. So you guys are on, it's a, it's a weekly show. You guys are on YouTube Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. And again, YouTube. Um, where else? I mean, besides besides talking about, you know, the scanner stuff and, and going on to slides and all that, what are some topics besides connectors? We talked about that already. We talked about connectors. You talked about your foodie show. But what other, I mean, I know I tuned into your memorial for Paul Opitz. That was a great one, by the way, mm-hmm. guys. You guys, uh, yeah, the pictures that. you guys had on screen and, and, and some of the shots you had of him, uh, him and his dad. I mean, yeah. that's, I mean, those, those are, you, you told a story not only about the person you both knew because mm-hmm. you worked with him and you interacted with him and everything else, but you told another story that a lot of people just never knew about him based on just the visual stories from the pictures and everything else. So, Great job yeah. and, and that kind of stuff is great. What other stuff have you discussed on your uh, your weekly show? Well, we got uh, a whole list of shows. In fact, what we do is we keep a list of all our show topics so we can go back mm-hmm. and, and refer to it. But Jonathan did a great show on uh, GPS scanning a couple months ago and how the GPS feature works, which is a question we get all the time. So he put together a great show about GPS scanning and how that works. 
We did uh, we did a show on the on vintage scanners. Yeah, that was a fun show. Rail fanning. Oh yeah, we love doing the rail fanning shows. <laughs> yep. And matter of fact, we're planning on doing one. I think this month. I mean, that's mm-hmm. certainly a topic that people love right. uh, love hearing about because both Rich and I are. Are rail fans. Rich has gone to more locations than I have, and you know he's got a lot of background on this stuff. So I've I've been to a lot of areas up here in the Northeast, and you know I'm trying to explore North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Tennessee, and all this area for rail fanning. And we've done some really great videos about aviation, which Rich uh, yeah. is also a fan of, and you know Rich uh, gave us a really good description of what happens in an airport and, and when you're monitoring it on the scanner, how everything happens when the plane goes from here to here to here yep. and how to follow it on a scanner. And that was a phenomenal show. Not only I was a part of that show, I was also learning at the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's amazing when it happens, right? I mean, I had, oh, yeah. I had Dave on from Live ATC and he, he did the exact type of thing. You know, when a plane is flying at this altitude, they should be on this type of frequency and then they should be going this mm-hmm. frequency at this altitude. And, you know, it's just in, and learning the, the lingo and everything else. I mean, it's, um, yeah. it's, it's yeah, a whole well, different we, well, we method is, of yeah, scanning. Yeah, we started from from the airport going to the port to approach to Tracon to to the uh, center, blah blah blah, how it's handed off, and that was uh, that one was a lot of fun. Uh, the NASCAR one, again, that's a Jonathan thing. That's he's more into NASCAR than I am, so he talked a lot about the NASCAR uh, races, which scanning gotcha. at NASCAR is huge. Yeah, I'm yes. still trying to get a guest on the podcast for talk about NASCAR. Hint, hint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, um, we are available. So, uh, you know, Rich okay. and I, you know, Rich and I, you know, we could talk for hours. So, you know, certainly, <laughs> certainly, you know, when you need guests, you know, have us back. We love to talk. Yeah. Excellent. And then sometimes if there's a specific reason, we'll take a specific scanner. And if we've got mm-hmm. a lot of questions about a specific type of scanner, we'll dedicate a show to that. Back in May, we did one on the SDS 200. And then the following week, since we had a lot of questions from that show, we did a show on the 996s and the 325s and mm-hmm. why you might want something like that versus the more expensive ones. Right. You ever find out when you talk about a scanner on, on the show that all of a sudden you find out there's a lot more of them for sale? Have you noticed mm-hmm. that? Yeah, yep. I did. Yeah. I did an episode on the 200 XLT as to, you know, why it was one of my favorite scanners and all that stuff and why, you know, I, I have a collection of them basically. And you'd watch eBay and you wouldn't really see any. All of a sudden, it's like pop, you know, 200 XLTs are showing up left and right. It's like, where did this all come from? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then uh, in December, uh, just before Christmas, we did a show on the year in review, mm-hmm. the news on the things that happened in that year. And we'll do the same thing at the end of this year. We'll do a year, right. a year in review. Yep. Uh, we did one on, we did a couple shows on antennas. Uh, yes. Obviously, that's very important. We did a show on scanner software, the different, and we've done a couple shows on specific software, one on Sentinel, one on the Arc products. Mm-hmm. And then we did a show kind of about scanner software in general. Let's see what else? Uh, coax. We did a, an entire show all about coax and coax connectors. Yeah. Well, right. yeah. The good old coax and coax connectors. I mean, we've, we've covered it all. And then I'm thinking, are we going to run out of topics? And, you know, we've, we've got audience feedback and there's a, what about this? or what about that? Right. And then the other thing too, is all of our slideshows are incorporated. So not incorporated, but uh, archived. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I end up pulling, you know, like a couple of slides from, from a past slideshow, but just because we were able to execute the message so well with the, the GPS mm-hmm. broadcast that we did, 
I ended up using a couple of those slideshows, uh, slides for a different slideshow that we were kind of, you know, just going over GPS quickly. And you know, I think we cleared it up a lot. I mean, to be able to visually see how a GPS works on a unit in scanner makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense seeing yeah. it visually. When we talk to a customer over the phone, we don't have that opportunity to be able to show them over the phone unless we did a Zoom call. But right. the ability to have the show and to be able to visually see it and then Rich and I talking about it and we can put mm-hmm. it into layman's terms. That's the other thing, yeah. too. You mm-hmm. know, we're able to put these things into layman's terms. Most guys, they say, you know, we've read the manual cover to cover and and they tell us that over the phone. They don't read the manual. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We get that a lot. People with a BCT 15 and said, did you read the manual? I said, yeah, I went to every page and I well, the BCT 15 doesn't come with a printed manual. (laughs) (laughs) But the other thing we do, too, with the show is with the comments. And this is why the comments are so important. A lot of times the. Viewers, there'll be some viewers that will know the answer to the question either mm-hmm. before we've had a chance to answer it, or sometimes we just don't know. And we'll get another viewer watch it and say, Oh, yeah, that this is this and this. And I was like, Oh, great. All right. Hey, you know what? That comment you had a couple minutes ago, that question you had about this widget, our buddy Joe figured this out, and this is the answer. And and it's great. So, you know, we don't know everything. You know, we know a lot, but we don't know everything. And sometimes our viewers know. So we uh, they're helping others. Right. That's all about uh, building the community up, which is great, which keeps people coming back more and more. Yeah. So sounds like you guys have a, a really good machine going over there. And uh, I mean, this is again, this is you started in March, right? You, I think you said weekly. Yeah. The weekly yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, so we just reached the three year. months. I mean, oh, a no, year. Uh, okay. Yeah, because we started March of uh, 2019. Yeah, there you go. Uh, no, yeah. 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 And I was going to say, no, this hasn't been just three months. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. But then before that, we were doing shows kind of at random times uh, mm-hmm. during events or, hey, it's uh, it's slow on a Tuesday. Let's uh, let's go live and put the phones on uh, voicemail and do a live show for half an hour. And, and like I said, that weekly show started in March of uh, last year. Yeah, and I just can't get over, you know, how the audience is built built over the time, and I can't believe we've been live consistently Mm -hmm. since we started doing the show. I mean, we've only taken like one or two Wednesdays off. Yeah, the only one since uh, last July was uh, on Christmas Day. Christmas Day, and then I did take the Wednesday off of my birthday. That was the only other show. I mean. And then the the COVID nineteen stuff hit. That was probably one of the last times I ate at a at dined in a restaurant. Yeah, you know, it was back oh. in March, and and then that you know like who would have thought you know dining in a restaurant would be such a unique thing that we didn't realize you know we took advantage of. Oh yeah, I mean the whole world has changed, and I don't know if it's ever going to go back to the way it was. So. But between that and the civil unrest, we've been busier than ever on the phones. Right. Yeah. And if you look online, too, like even the hashtags, you know, police scanner, because I watched mm-hmm. that on Instagram. And it's just the whole niche right now is, is just blowing up. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it's I'm sure you guys, like I said, you're, you're busy with uh, sales and answering questions and, and everything else like that. So it's it's definitely the right time for the, you know, people are just getting into it right now. And I know I'm fielding the same kind of questions. Like, can I listen to my local police department? Nope, they're encrypted. Okay, yeah. what can I buy? No, yeah. they're encrypted. <laughs> so yeah. yeah it's almost like that's... I have a canned paragraph that I can copy oh, yeah. and paste in an email, and it's like, this is why you can't listen to them. 
So well, that's exactly what our show topic was last week is yeah. what happens when your police go encrypted. Yeah. And that's yeah. one of the big naughty words handling yeah. the social media for, for scanner master. If I ever post a story about a department going encrypted, which I occasionally have done, that's mm. usually a post that blows up, mm. right? You get people commenting, you know, why are they doing this? Blah, 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 y'all. And it just becomes a huge topic of discussion. Yeah. You know, people start mentioning cities or towns that have, that have gone to encryption. Rich and I have talked about encryption on, on the show. I mean, I understand. Right. I, you know, I mean, why. I, I see when people complain about that encryption and, and they, to be honest, they bellyache about it. Mm-hmm. And, and I understand it, right? They took away what it was they like to listen to. But my usual rebuttal that is if your favorite TV show goes off the air, does that mean there's nothing to watch on TV? Yeah. And if your yeah. favorite magazine goes out of publication, does that mean there's nothing left to read? No, it just means yeah. you find something else to watch on TV and you find another magazine that becomes your favorite magazine. The same right. thing has to happen with your listening habits. Okay, you love listening to your local police department. They went encrypted. Okay, we understand. It's a loss, yep. right? But there's more than just the police to listen to on your scanner. Find something else to do. You'll find, okay, you know, maybe yeah. you're not interested in listening to the local fisherman or GMRS may not be something of, in- of his interest to somebody. but you may find all of a sudden now you're turned on to mill air and yeah. you never thought well, of listening to that before or, or something else. Ex- Maybe that was exactly the topic we had last week and that we spent the entire show talking about what else to listen to. If you can't mm-hmm. listen to your local police and, and the other, yep. a lot of fun with it. And the other yeah. thing that people don't realize, you know, most people listen to the police department and we mentioned this during the broadcast. If you listen to the fire department and the local EMS, you're going to mm-hmm. be able to still know what's going on in your in your community. A lot of times, right. you know, the fire department and the EMS is going to respond to things that the police department's on scene with. You're going to be able right. to know that there was, you know, a shooting or an accident. You're going to still be able to follow those things. You just have to change, like you said, Phil, it's changing your listening habits, being open to listening to something that you don't typically listen to all the time. Most people, they buy a police scanner, they listen to the police. They don't bother listening to the fire department or they don't bother listening to all the other things that that we listed off just a few minutes ago. And it's just, there's still stuff to listen to, just like what you said. Yeah, and we get that too. People call up and they ask, what kind of scanner do I do in my area? And we we look it up for them. And I uh, said, so, well, you, unfortunately, you can't listen to the police, but uh, you can listen to the fire. You can listen to the ambulance. You can listen to this and that. About half the people are like, oh, man, if I can't hear the police, I'm not going to bother. And the other half is, oh, wow, you can listen to the fire. Oh, you can listen to railroads and aircraft. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's definitely plenty more to listen to. And I always say, too, the dying part of the hobby, which made it really fun and exciting, is, is getting off of the scan list and going into the search banks. Mm-hmm. That's that's where you separate the men from the boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and we've, <laughs> we've done just that. We've done that show, too, how to search with your scanner. And then the other day we, we talked about uh, how to use close call. And yeah. one of the biggest topics we've had is what close call isn't. And right. I wrote an entire blog post about that because we had people that thought, oh, I can just put in close call and listen to everything. Well, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I bet the best thing I ever did with close call was there was a helicopter flying over. No, it was a it was a like a stalled out blimp. It it mm-hmm. didn't have it couldn't make it back to uh, the airfield, and it was just hovering over the house. 
So again, you know, you dump it right in close call mode, and ah, there he is. He's you know, he's talking to uh, to this agency and th- that agency, and you can you can hear him talking to a spotter. So oh, yeah. I mean, close call works out really well for me on that one. But yeah, you're not going to. Uh, it works well for that, but yeah. Well, we had a customer that bought a scanner and decided he was going to travel from like L.A. to Denver and using only close call, thinking he could listen to the police. <laughs> and he got all up in arms because he didn't hear anything except for the truckers on the CB and, and FM uh, radio, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It was like, how come I couldn't hear the police? Well, close call is great, but that's not what it's intended for. Yeah. <laughs> so you should, you should, that's when you got to pass him your episode on GPS scanning. And he'll be all set. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. And then I told him about the home patrol and the 536. He was like, ooh, well, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and so. once, I, yeah, especially with, uh, we get a lot of RV people uh, who call and ask how they can listen to the stuff as they're driving. And I said, well, that's great. You just get the GPS receiver on a 536 mm-hmm. or an SDS or something like that. And, and uh, off yeah. you go. And I mean, it'll change it all by itself. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. it's like magic. Yeah, I, I just, yeah. I had a conversation with somebody like that today. Was he wanted a uh, for Suffolk County Police that's moving over to a P twenty five system? He's like, I'm looking at this five hundred channel handheld. I'm like, what's the mile number? He goes, I don't know. I said, well, I can tell you right now. You said five hundred channels. You don't want it. You want to go into the you know the, the three twenty five, except for the fact of simulcast. So he looks at this hundred dollar radio, and before the phone calls over, he's like, oh, but that one's six hundred bucks. I'm like, yeah, but it'll do this, that, and the other thing. He goes. Oh, but what happens if I travel? And I said, well, you hook a GPS up to it. And he goes, GPS? I'm saving up for this thing right now. <laughs> you know, and that was yeah. the phone. Like, just like you said, that was yeah. the phone call. Oh, yeah. So he was yeah. he was all upset about having to spend more than 100 bucks. And when you mentioned those three little letters, he's like, oh, I don't care for 600 bucks. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, we get people who buy these $20. Oh, the Baofangs. Baofangs. And oh, they I buy hate. it. Yeah. And they spend $15. And they send them in to us, and they uh-huh. they assume that we can program them, and they fill out the paperwork for seventy dollars with the programming plus mm-hmm. you know, eighteen dollars to return it. And, right for one hundred twenty eight uh, channels. <laughs> yeah, they're sending a you're spending a hundred dollars to program a fifteen dollar radio, and it doesn't yep. work. <laughs> right. So yeah, I know. I know. I have a love hate relationship with those radios. I just had a customer of mine give me about eight of them to do the other day. Yeah. Luckily, they were all they were all clones. But still, it's like I, you look at those and it's like, well, they have a place. But Yeah, yeah, they do. There's a place and there's a use for them. And I've played mm-hmm. with them. I've had some fun with them. But yeah. unfortunately, they they are being sold by people on eBay and stuff as a police scanner. And that's something that they're not. Yeah. It's funny. I just had somebody ask me that question, what I thought about that one. I, I think I answered this past week on one of my Ask you know, Scanner School sessions mm-hmm. about how I felt about that one. And you know what? It's, it's the, somebody just learned what somebody's looking for. They probably jumped online and went to yeah. Ask the Public or Quora or one of those. And, and it was a search term. And they just put that into eBay and people buy them up because it's exactly what they're looking for. Yeah. And they just described what they wanted and that's why they buy them. Even though they, they're yeah. fifty dollars more than it's a Baofeng UV five R for seventy five bucks. Yep. Yeah, and yeah, and then we get people who do the same thing. They'll buy a you know a hundred dollar scanner, and it, they can't fathom the, that it's not digital and it won't work mm-hmm. on all the police stuff. But they, it says right here it's a police scanner. Said so, right. yeah, it is, but it work for Mayberry, but it doesn't work for Los Angeles. Yeah. You know, so right, every place is different. So. All right, guys. But uh, so you guys are on a weekly show. It's Wednesdays mm-hmm. at eight p.m. on YouTube. Yes, yeah, eight p.m. Eastern, Eastern. U.S. time. 
Yep. So where else besides besides on YouTube, where else can uh, can people find you? Uh, we're on Instagram at the Scanner Guys. We are okay. on Facebook at the Scanner Guys, and uh, we are on uh, Twitter, which I have to start using that a little bit more for the Scanner Guys. So we're on all the major social media platforms: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now, excellent. All right. So before we split, you guys have anything else that you want to bring up for uh, for today? Uh, well, we just we love uh, to be able to interact with our with our audience. So we do read each and every comment that people do during the show, and we will try to at least mention everybody who's commented if there's time. Sometimes we're running late and we can't mention everybody, but we do read and interact with each and every comment that we get. Yeah, we do love you know seeing the uh, the photos and. And things that people send to us as well at the uh, at our email address, uh, thescannerguys at gmail.com. We love seeing the you know, the shack photos. We love seeing the stupid scanner tricks. We love sharing those with our audience. I mean, it's it's so great. You know, like you said, Phil, it's a niche uh, a hobby and it's a niche community that we're that we're you know that your show and our show is targeting. I mean, there's not many other weekly programs. You know, for for scanner enthusiasts like ours, you know, like yeah. uh, with the scanner school and then with the scanner guys on YouTube, you know, there's not a lot of options, you know, for live programming or live or weekly programming. Yep. Yeah. yeah. We're doing something a little bit different and we yeah. hope people enjoy it. And if they do great, if they don't, well, you know, there's something else to watch on YouTube. Dude. You can find a cat video. Yeah. <laughs> Plenty of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, send them to TikTok. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, I've watched my share cat videos on YouTube too. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's, it's been a blast having the both of you on. Rich, thanks for co- joining on for the first time. And, and Jonathan, thanks for coming back again. Greatly appreciated having you both on here. And uh, I strongly recommend having anybody who hasn't checked out the scanner guys to again this podcast releases on tuesdays so if you listen to this live tomorrow night you guys can uh can tune into the scanner guys on youtube and if you've missed the show you can go back and play back whenever you have the opportunity so again rich and jonathan i want to thank you so much for taking the time and uh being a guest this week thanks a lot so appreciate it jonathan and rich thank you so much for your time and stopping by for a chat this was a great conversation And I hope that both of you and, of course, everybody listening enjoy it as much as I did. As a reminder, you can watch The Scanner Guys on YouTube every Wednesday evening at 8 p.m. Eastern U.S. time. And again, if you've missed a show, you can always go into their YouTube channel and replay that video when it's convenient for you. And you can always go in there, too, and look at the back catalog and play their older videos as well. Now, if you're listening to this podcast on the day it releases or the day after, I got a special treat for you. Check out this week's Scanner Guys show. If all goes well, I'll be a guest on this week's YouTube show. Again, you can subscribe to the Scanner Guys on YouTube and all of the other social media channels. And we'll put a link to those in our session notes at scannerschool.com slash session 138. So again, how did I do this week? Let me know. Leave your comments. Scannerschool.com slash session 138. Remember, if you haven't done so yet already, please hit the subscribe button on your podcast player so next week's podcast is automatically delivered to your device. You can join us tonight on our weekly Zellonet, if it's a Tuesday evening, at scannerschool.com slash Zello. Again, that's like hello, but with A-Z. Scanner School's copyright 2020, Montal Island, Inc. 
My name is Phil Lichtenberger, and this is Scanner School, where we teach you everything you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. We'll catch you all again next week. Don't forget to check us out on this week's The Scanner Guys YouTube show. 73, everyone.